Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. The Prime Minister first, when he was asked about Gropergate, he first said that he didn't remember anything. I can't recall. He's reflected. He's reflected and he just can't remember. And then he does remember. And that maybe the woman at the centre was uncomfortable. And that he apologised that day. And then he changed that and then it was the next day that he apologised. The story has been kind of morphing and evolving of like what did happen, what did not happen. And, and the prime minister has been vague on details. He's kind of ridden this very fine line. But I guess he was not expecting her to come forward, even though she already has 18 years ago. But late today, the woman at the center of Grobergate did, in fact, issue a statement. She's not taking it any further. She is not going to take action. She wants to be left alone. But she did say because of the uh, pressure and the increased um you know, eyes on this story, as she did confirm, there was, in fact, an incident. It did happen. And that's that. But the prime minister is not going to be conducting any kind of investigation of the allegations. He's been pretty adamant about that because he says he's been talking to experts and reflecting. And so even though he's dumped four MPs over much, much left, and he did say there was a zero-tolerance policy, including himself, Apparently, he did not actually mean himself. Because after all, what else could be uncovered? Now, if anyone else, if you were accused of groping, if I were accused of groping, I think I'd want my name cleared. But we live in this ambiguity with the prime minister. And the bottom line, I think, today in some of the messaging I've heard over last week, he is continually saying that it's clear that men and women see things, you know, when it comes to interactions differently. That men can see something differently than a woman. And that can be interpreted interpreted very, uh, very differently. You know, she says no. Maybe he sees that as yes. And somewhere in there is the truth. Who should you believe? Her or him? Well, according to Mr. Trudeau, women are always to be believed. So now what happens? I want to bring Catherine Marshall into this conversation. She is a lawyer, but she's also uh, someone who works on women's rights, things like sexual harassment, domestic um, disputes, uh, and really standing up for women's uh, clauses. She joins me now. Hi there, Catherine. Hi, thanks for having me. All right. A lot has happened today. First of all, what's your take? I mean, when we initially set up this interview, there had been no statement from this woman. So the conversation was going to be very different as to why women don't come forward late today this woman, in fact, did come forward. Your uh, reaction to that? Well, I'm really happy she came forward. Um, I think it speaks a lot to her bravery. You know, I can tell you, coming forward is the hardest thing when you're a victim of sexual misconduct. It's just a really, really hard thing to do, and it requires a lot of bravery. And she not only issued a statement, but she put her name out there, too. So... I think we all have to acknowledge that what she's done is incredibly brave. Right. And then the prime minister was asked for his reaction. I'm not going to play the whole two and a half minutes, but here is 
Here is the first little bit of what he was uh, responding to with reporters. Take a listen. I'm confident that I did not act inappropriately, but I think the essence of this is that people can experience interactions differently. Okay. Um, What do you make of that statement? That is one of the most evasive statements I've ever heard um, is something that was probably crafted by a lawyer. It fails to take any responsibility. Um, I don't think the statement's acceptable. I don't think that the Canadian public are going to let this rest. You know, he needs to come right out and acknowledge what happened, clarify what happened, and apologize. I mean, the reality is he, he did apologize 18 years ago. So why can't he apologize today in 2018 after he said that, you know, he's a feminist and he believes in supporting women? And I think that's the question that we all need to be asking. Well, you know, his apology, though, has never been challenged. I mean, as a reporter, that would be one of the first questions I'd ask is in your apology, you pointed out that had she been, you know, had he known she was a national reporter, he would never have been so forward. I mean, (laughs) you can parse that into a lot of different things. I mean, if she was just a regular woman, maybe a a salesperson or or an assistant, I mean, he would have just had his day. What does that mean? I mean, I I mean, there's so many questions that are out there lingering, you know, Specifically, what I would want to ask Justin Trudeau if I ever sat on the other side of a, you know, a, a lawyer's table from him is to say, you know, what exactly happened? Um, you know, did you touch her? Where did you touch her? How did that occur? Was she trying to interview at the time? Interview you at the time? Why did you think that the fact that she um, was, you know, you didn't know who she was reporting with? Why was that relevant to any of this? And those are specific questions that he clearly won't answer. I don't think he he wants people to hear the answer. Um, and, you know, it's just kind of left out there. And, and, and it's not acceptable. I mean, he, he has basically said that this woman is not telling the truth. That if you just parse all his words together, that is what he's saying. And yeah, let, 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 me, let, let me play you another clip, because when he was challenged about his apology, this is, because it's kind of gone back and forth, this is what he said. Part of the lesson we need to learn uh, in this time of collective awakening uh, is uh, a level of respect and understanding for the fact that uh, people, in many cases, uh, women, experience interactions in professional contexts and other contexts differently than men. How does his alleged groping become a teachable moment that we all must learn? Well, I mean, first of all, I find it really bizarre the way that he keeps using the word we. I mean, this isn't about we. This is about him and his conduct and his behavior. So, again, using the word we, he's trying to really absolve himself of individual responsibility. But I think that answer is actually that he gave is really interesting because in my line of work where I defend women who have been sexually harassed and have been abused, um, that kind of thing that Justin Trudeau said is the type of thing that, you know, male defendants in my line of work often say, oh, you know, I didn't think that what I was doing was wrong or she misinterpreted this or that. And, you know, at the end of the day, the law doesn't really go on that side. You know, consent is a pretty concrete thing. Um, either you have consent to, to touch someone or you don't. 
And it doesn't really matter if in your head you think it's okay. Um, what matters is actually what happened and did you do something without consent? And his response, I think, sets the Me Too movement back. You know, it's, it sets it back 20 years. I mean, that was the kind of explanation people were giving, right? And now we've all realized, hey, that's not okay. Um, take responsibility for your actions. Right. I mean, look, uh, I must have been 11, 12 years old when that court ruling came down on, you know, no means no. And I remember it was a... Uh, it was that phrase that we were, it was drilled into our head, no means no. And now apparently that's not what it means. If if you are to listen to the prime minister's words and actually kind of think about what he's saying, he's saying she can say no. I might not interpret it that way. And so I do tend to agree with you that that his explanations are, are definitely a hit uh, to his brand. What happens now? I mean, she's not taking this further. He's not calling an investigation. And I don't think there's any procedure anyway in, in, in Ottawa uh, to go any further. So this then becomes just a political story. Well, I think it's interesting that she actually did make a statement. And I... I, I, you know, I'm still going to wait and see. I wonder if she actually might come forward with some more information. Um, the reality is, um, you know, this is a public thing. Um, she was in her statement. She mentioned, you know, people were going to actually I think it. she had told the media that, you know, she was going to be identified anyway. So she kind of wanted to get ahead of things. Um, you know, if Trudeau keeps running around saying, you know, what happened, according to her, is not really what happened, and, you know, basically calling her a liar, I think he's going to put her in a situation where she might want to come out and give more details. I don't think this is going away, Alex, and I think that his response is not acceptable to the Canadian public, and it's, you know, definitely not acceptable given the fact that he's, A, the Prime Minister of Canada, and B, um, has talked about being a feminist since he was elected, and actually has made women's rights a pivotal part of his government's agenda. Um, he is failing to take any responsibility, to issue any apology, um, and that's just not something that I think he can run away from. And I know yesterday he, I guess, was spotted in Toronto running without a shirt on, and there was some yeah. photo opportunity. I mean, I don't think this is one that he can charm his way out of or deflect from. Well, I have a feeling Sophie will be making an appearance soon because that's, you know, they'll be making sure that this is very much staged. She will likely come out or talk or something. Um, but the bottom line is, you know, and I have this debate, Catherine, with a lot of people because they say, well, so what? This is not like a court case. She didn't charge him. That's, that's a totally separate issue. The point is that Mr. Trudeau himself rid of due process and started getting rid of MPs based on much, much less. And because of that, he has failed his own his own test. So if this were a case that he had never said all that stuff, I don't think this would be a story. I think it would just be kind of a whisper and then it would move on. But because he was public saying, no, there's zero tolerance and absolutely I will not accept this and all women are to be believed, that's why this is an issue. Yeah, and he actually, I agree with that, and he actually went on record. Yeah. Um, a while ago saying that he, you know, he thinks that he has nothing in his past. He's got no skeletons in his closet. He's always tried to conduct himself respectfully. Well, clearly that, according to this woman, is is not true. And, um, you know, I think the reality is most people do not report, you know, instances like sexual violence or sexual misconduct to the police. 
most people don't tell anyone, mm-hmm. you know, even in the workplace, you know, I, you know, we see it all the time. People put up with stuff for years and years and years, and then they finally say something. And it's very common to just to not be out there and trying to, to say anything to anyone. And I, Mr. Trudeau's comments, they're so dismissive and wishy-washy and, I, I do think it's going to contribute to a chilling effect that's going to make women scared to come forward. And it makes me sad because the Me Too movement was all about creating a culture of support around victims to come forward and feel supported. Can't thank you enough for coming on. You had a lot of valid points, and I appreciate that. Thanks so much. Thank you, Catherine. We'll have you on again. Catherine Marshall uh, with some really, really good insight because she works with a lot of women on this. And um you know, good to get that insight. 